0: You've tuned into the R.U. Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the R.U. Screening podcast. I'm your host, ruscreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me as always is co-host Extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. I think I was like mid-sentence when Yeah, you fired off quick. You're like, all right, ready, go. Boom. Oh, I didn't That's all right. work instantly. All right. Yeah. This week is uh we need the drum roll effect. Yeah. It's finally our awards. And uh I know everybody is excited and looking forward to I this all year. Wait. Uh no one more than the people who win, who are <laughs>
1: Chomping so, at the bit. I know, know I've I know I've said this to you. It's been a few years. I seriously think we should like create an award and mail it to people. Oh yeah. We and maybe. tell them yeah, we'll like you got this award from our podcast yeah. and we're somebody. And you can come on if you want to That's talk right. about how honored you are. That you got the can't win award. Right. <laughs> and if you don't, then you might not win another one.
0: Yeah. And uh so now that we're actually doing oh, the award. Uh, You know, I realized listening back to some of the uh, the recent episodes uh, that we did, I realized that we did not really explain the awards at all this year. We are kind of counting on you to have listened to us for years and years. Uh, And we know uh, know that everyone who listens to us (laughs) has and everything, but some people might be new. So, our awards uh, are the Can't Win Awards, which uh, we give to the top five uh categories yep. of well what we deem the top five categories anyway. There's right. uh picture director actor actress and screenplay. Yep. And uh and, and we give the awards to uh those standout things that we determine one way or another <laughs> and we both determine it differently. We do. Yep. Yep. Uh can't win any other awards. And and this year it was a little weird because um i i have i try to do like five different movies if i possibly can yeah it doesn't especially because i am constantly railing on all other awards yeah where it's like whatever wins best picture automatically wins best director best actor best screenplay yada which which Is not how that should work. Right. Um, Especially if you get into more things like, you know, cinematography. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. All this stuff. Yeah.
1: For sure. Like,
0: really, apart from the rarest of occasions, Mm -hmm. nothing should win all those awards. It's just stupid. If you want to, you know, if things get nominated for all those different things, then fine. But it's a really rare year where I would say anything should. So. Yeah. So in doing this, our our whole gig, right, is to try and spotlight more things yeah. that are not getting enough attention. So I try to have uh, you know, five different movies and right. and try to come up with and uh it, it doesn't always work. Yeah, and it didn't exactly work this year, but yeah, I didn't. do I do have to say this year it was actually really hard for me. I am really, really strict. Yeah. On my rules of can't win, right? Um, and, you, what way? And, and you are not so much.
1: In, in, in the regard like, like, it, like it, if can't you, it, it can't win. It right, can't
0: win. Like if yeah. you got nominated for something, you're out. Right. Like you're out of consideration. Right. For I'm me, a little right? looser. Because there, yeah. you could have. You got nominated right. for something, right? right. You clearly... Are, I mean, sometimes there's stuff that gets nominated, and you're like, yeah, there's like a one in 50 billion shot that, right. that actually wins, but still, that doesn't count for me, right? right? If you are, you know, if you had to show up at an award show, you had a chance. Look, yeah, you, know, you, you were in the running not, yeah. you, you, you are think, not right. under consideration, right? Uh, by me, I even a lot of times, and this year especially, um, I exclude things. Where it didn't get nominated for anything, right? Okay. But I'm like, oh it could have. Right. See, and I I go, I go, look, uh, you know, if Steven Spielberg happened to make a movie one year and didn't get nominated for anything, right? I'm not gonna go, well, Steven Spielberg wins because he can't win, right? right. I mean, that's that's just uh, you know, I don't know. But anyway, like I said, I'm really, really kind of strict on trying to go, look, man, this is yeah couldn't even get nominated in a million years and it's you know whatever in fact one of my one of my winners this year yeah and i'll talk about it when we get to it i really had to struggle with it because i was like i mean look come on it could have gotten nominated right (laughs) and for all these reasons like very clearly right you know if the zeitgeist would have looked Look, left and okay of right it would have gotten dominated, right it right probably even should have i right? i still l-
1: i love the can't win awards i think they're a fun and to our best and worst lists i think ever since uh for new listeners anyway or old listeners who like you know hearing the chorus of familiar tunes ever since fury road came out and it changed what could happen <laughs> right mad max fury road in 2015 i think when it came out and I just thought, you know, this is going to take everything right. that I can put down. And I then it got I'm nominated for best right, picture right. and best director. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Right. So now we're living in a year where Maverick is up for best picture. Yeah. And I'm sorry. What that means to me is you could technically argue that any film could right. be any in best picture. Get, sure. So the thread is starting to fray a bit, but I am a bit more lax. Um, you in the same way that we also do, you know, your best and worst is from everything you've seen. And I try to stick to the right, podcast right. and then we sort of flip hats for a little bit. Then you're very uh, adamant about this. And I like it because it, it means there's more, our lists are going to be very different. I actually, I don't consider the foreign press or the golden globes or anything. I just think, could this have been nominated for an Oscar? I just do the Oscars. Right. And I think, in many ways, I could argue, but again, Fury Road, Maverick, all kinds of things. Now with the Oscars, have both elasticized my argument and put it in a tiny box, right. like it's done both at the same time. So, but we have fun with it, and usually for me, you because you see so many other things that aren't necessarily like theatrically released. You know, Michael Bay films, not not those. You see foreign films and indie things. Um, for me, usually what takes can't win awards is a lot of genre stuff. Like I'll have seen a horror film that right. I think is really good, or a sci-fi film, or something like that. But this year, not not really. Like yeah. this year was kind of a strange year. The, this year
0: was also a strange year because there were so many things uh this year, and I mean this happens every year, but there were so many things this year that I watched the movie, yeah, you know, way back when, right. whatever. And I'm like, all right, like I uh, got <laughs> right, I got it. Know, whatever, and, yeah. and it gets nominated. nominated, like just like you said with Fury Road. There That's were so, so many crazy. things uh, this year that I was like, ah, oh, well, I'm, I'm got that locked in, <laughs> and then like it gets nominated or something, or, um, you know, if 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 I really, depending on what the movie is, if I really try to stick to my guns or whatever. Uh, you know, I might see a movie and go, okay, that's going to be my best actress. Yeah. But then the movie gets nominated for something else. Right. And I'm like, well.
1: Yeah, I know. I, mean, I know. Is it- <laughs> one year, you you actually said something one year that freed me in the confines that I was putting on myself. You're like, you know, it's whatever you want.
0: You <laughs> know, because I mean, I I think I was,
1: arguing, like- I was arguing something or I was arguing one of yours or one of mine. You're like, you know, it's just whatever you want. And I'm like, right. Okay. There should be a semi- Pogent explanation for why you pick it. You can't just right, be like, right. you know, Ford Fairlane, you mm-hmm. know, again, you know, like, cause I like it. Screw you. You know, okay. it, it should be something better than that. But anyway. All right. Before we actually
0: get into the awards, uh, I thought this was a good week to, um, you know, I'm just going to throw out some uh, TV or at least series, uh, cause they might be on streaming or, yeah. you know, whatever, um, But I I wanted to talk about some uh, TV shows because it's it's big time right now Um, for TV and the beginning of the year normally is a kind of a vacuum for movies. Um, But there's a lot of TV and I just want to like touch on stuff. If we actually get through our awards quicker than we usually get through anything else. Uh, we might go back and talk about Ant Man some more because we gave that a really like two-minute. Two you know, right? <laughs> here's here's why we, <laughs> oh, hate by this the way, movie. yeah. So we might talk about that some more, but uh, also, it's b- before it's even TV, I just want to mention a couple of things, uh, real quick. Uh, there's We Have a Ghost just came out, and yeah. uh, and it is, it's a weird thing. It really just makes me like david harbour even he's more. doing
1: so many things every time i, I love see it
0: david harbour it's like right he's in what now yeah. and then you watch it and you go what <laughs> okay. okay but uh this one's got david harbour anthony mackie it is the weirdest premise of a movie yeah that seems like it's you know a disney TV P- totally show. totally I, it's seems it's like, like it. some it, it's so weird yeah. it's um it's about these people move into this house. There's a ghost. Yeah, they get it on film. Yeah, and you know, hilarity ensues. Right. And it's like uh, Anthony Mackie is like trying to you know reconnect with his son and yada yada whatever. And then uh, David Harbor's just this ghost who can't talk. Right, who just shows up. And uh, and listen, it's not great. Okay, right. And the closer you get to the end. The more it gets, less really goofy, right? right? Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, they get to the end and it really feels like uh, they were filming this and like writing right. it on the yeah, fly, right? And they got to the end and they're like, well, well, it has to end. So, what do you think? And, you know, you know, cut whatever. it there. Yeah. Uh, but David Harbour is really kind of cool in it and he can't talk. Right. So, it's just like him trying to emote, you yeah, know, right. and, and be expressive and stuff. Um and and so it definitely is not great, right? But you know, it's like a family movie, it's for younger audiences, yeah. and I mean it's not too bad for what it yeah. is. So, you know, check that one out. But you know, know what you're getting into, right? It's right. it's right. not like uh it's not like a Pixar movie that's like really supposed to be for everyone and everyone can get something out of it. Yeah, it, it really is like a you know, some kind of Disney show where it's like you know it's for 10 year audience you got a 10 year old you're supposed to get out of it right right uh and then there's also pretty recently the movie uh sharper came out on apple plus and this is getting like the weirdest amount of mixed reviews you didn't see it i haven't seen it yet i'm gonna see yeah um you know i give it i give that one like a seven it's okay and a lot of it is pretty fun. Yeah. But it also isn't great. Mm. But I've seen some of, like, the reactions to this movie, and uh, a lot of people are kind of being very hard on it without, you know, from my perspective, without a lot of reason, right? Yeah. It's almost like it's not great, and therefore it's garbage. It's like, wait, what? Like, right. <laughs> I mean, um, but it is pretty fun, and it, it has a lot of good moments, too. And uh, I just wanted to, like I said, I want to uh, run through some shows just because, you know, I'm sure yeah, this stuff only pays so much attention. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, there's the really big things, right. Are like the last of us is just still mm-hmm. crushing. Yeah. And uh, everybody seems to love every next episode. You, uh, you know, I, on I, it? I like it a lot. And here's one of the things that I like about it the most. Yeah. Is that it's almost like the opposite of The Walking Dead, right? It, in the sense that The Walking Dead, especially the last like four or maybe even five seasons of The Walking Dead, you know, there were like five episodes of story that happened. I know. And, yeah. And they made You're it not happen wrong. for like 10, 10- 15 episodes, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. But it's like they would drag like so bonkersly, right? And it really was almost like you know the show d- knew that it was dying. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't have <laughs> great ratings forever, but it's like they were still selling so many T-shirts that they were like, "Well, guess yeah. what? Let's yeah, kick that out again." Yeah, I don't know. It was really weird. Yeah. Um but The Last of Us is just like you know, boom, right? Mm. Like just. Stuff's happening. Yeah, that's cool. The thing that's weird about The Last of Us for me, and you know, don't send me emails about this. Is like I've never played the game, right? Right, but it's obviously you know hugely popular game, or I guess the second game or whatever. Yeah, they're both. Um, but I watched the show and I'm like, how is this a game? Oh, like what? Like what do you do in the game that
1: yeah
0: that matches up to this or whatever? Like, how is this a video game? I don't, you know, I don't know. Uh And, I mean, I play video games. Right? Yeah, right. Like, right. I, I don't know. It seems weird. But everyone loves the game. Everyone loves the show. Um, And it it is good. And it is good for you don't have to have played the game, right? Right. Like, you can just jump into just this. Watch you watch don't the need video. to be, like, a fan. Yeah. God knows what it, the show is like if you are a fan. Right. And know and know everything things, that's coming. And it's like, oh, look, this is the thing. And yeah, whatever. Right. Uh, Poker Face, which the season finale is like, I want to say tomorrow. Yeah, um, that is still doing really good. Yeah. And uh, you know, the best thing about that show is just when you think you have some idea what might be going on, like the next episode, like all the episodes, obviously are are totally self contained. Yeah, because of- she's in some new place, right? Whatever, it's all new supporting cast and all that. Yeah. But even within the confines of that, like the last episode is like, what the hell is happening with this show? I got to see this. It is so so weird. And I don't know how we're going to wrap up and like have a season end or whatever. I don't know. But.
1: Have but they, it's really good, and she's so good at. They've it. they've signed on for more seasons, right? Like, because you know, sometimes I'm pretty
0: sure it's been renewed.
1: Sometimes season a season two. finale is like might be a series finale, and they're like, we'll oh, end so it they make in it case we way, don't know it. You know, it you know what I mean? So I, but I thought I had heard that no, they picked yeah, it up. Yeah, that I'm almost
0: positive. Yeah, I, I don't want to say a hundred percent, right? I'm but I thought you positive that it's yeah.
1: uh, been cool. picked
0: up for season two. And then uh, the Mandalorian just started back up. And it's, I think, got two out already. Wow, yeah. Because um, I think it's Wednesday. You too. Actually. So I, do I think too. it's. Uh, I think there's a, a second one out today. I don't know. The first episode of the second season was like okay,
1: kind of okay. like, yeah. It like like
0: fine. I guess I don't know. They're they're kind of at this point having to you kind know, of reestablish why we're watching it. So right. now it's like the whole quest to well, yeah. I don't know. He took his helmet <laughs> off, and now he's. Yeah, shunned or whatever. Right. Yeah. he has to go through the unshunning process. Yeah. Um, uh, also, a kind of a big deal that everyone's talking about: Daisy Jones and the Six, oh, yeah. which is like the whole music group thing. It's actually really is fun. good. It, it What's is that on. Is that I, I don't even know. I, I it's don't not, even, I it's don't not even a, remember. I can't remember There's what that's on. There's too many on. things that I don't know so what they're actually on. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. No, that's um, true. Uh, but I don't remember. That's cool. Uh, I, I wanted to see want it. I want to say it's on Disney, but that can't be it. I don't I, think. The first thing that came to my head was know. Paramount. And I'm like, that's uh, not it. Anyway, it it's mm. it's fun and it's, it's a pretty cool show. Yeah. Um, then you've got The Consultant, uh, Christoph Waltz, which is not as bonkers as the trailers yeah it sounds uh, because the trailers it, the first time yeah. i saw the trailer i was like i don't need to watch right. that it's uh, like right. it just looks nuts right yeah. it just looks like really, we're just going to do really everything dumb. yeah i know you know like consultant comes in uh to you know fix this company or take over a video game company stuff and he walks in and goes like i'm a psychopath and i might kill you all right and you're like "But how's on a show right (laughs) but it's uh it's not quite that somebody
1: said that the the real outside of the cast they said the real strength is that it's only 30 minute episodes that that it's tight and that if it were an hour yeah meander too much you'd lose the thread. so
0: Uh, All right. And then uh, moving on to other stuff. Also, we've got um, one that I really want to like spotlight because I don't think people are watching as much as they should have uh, is Carnival Row. The second season of Carnival Row is out, which basically it's already been canceled. Like before the (laughs) the second season Uh, even came out, like they've got the second season. Yeah. But now it's just the last season, right? Because right. the first season didn't do well enough. Right. They were already filming. They were doing or whatever. It. Um, and and it's crazy to me because it is weirdly cool, fun mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. And so you at least get a, another season out of it. So if you haven't ever started it, right? Yeah, you know, like you, you know, catch up with that because it's a really cool
1: show. This is the dumbest thing to tell you, but you'll know because I know you've seen things. Every single time I hear Carnival Row, every single time I see a print for it or something for it, my mind hiccups. And I think of the Nick Nolte, Hannery Row film and the (laughs) HBO show Carnival. Right. And I'm like, those can't be even close at all. And I don't know why it's, I mean, obviously the words are closely associated every single time. You just said it and I went, no, that's not the show you're thinking of. Like it's just a dumb dumb thing yeah um but, bad. Uh, I def-
0: definitely check that out it it is really fun and then uh other things that that you know everyone's already talking about these but i'm going to say they're also good shrinking which is oh. on uh apple oh. uh that show is it's supposed to be really, really good cool. yeah cool there's a yeah, bunch of stuff that's, I'm uh, that's a really good show and both of them um it's about harrison ford and um what's the guy's name uh i
1: i don't remember that yeah. name.
0: um but the everyone in the
1: show is awesome so. everyone says harrison ford is laughing and having a blast and
0: even if you end up not liking the show so much right but just watching them do the show is still <laughs> worth it it's, yeah it's, that's cool because they're great uh and on the 15th ted lasso comes out uh with its that's big final season yeah um and although theoretically there might be spinoffs, but that's, right. uh, that's going to be a, a big deal. And, uh, also on Apple is hello tomorrow, oh,
1: yeah. which is
0: the weirdest thing, uh, for me personally, since we were talking about video games, yeah. because like it's fallout four. Yeah. Right. I, know saying, <laughs> I know you've like, said this to me, just really. slightly different yeah. and they go, no, this is a whole, is it, this is a new this, thing. Yeah. This yeah. is, it, it's really weird. But it's a fun show and it's uh like Billy Crudup is in it. Yeah. He's great mm-hmm. and uh and, and still like super underrated, even yeah. like you know, years, years and right. years into his uh career. Right. But it's an interesting, weird show about this guy in like a slightly different past, yeah, not right. future, right, right, right. because yeah. it's sort <laughs> of the fifties. Except it's basically, it's like exactly Fallout 4. I'm like right? watching like, you
1: explain Fallout to me now. Right. Like when <laughs> Fallout 4 <laughs> starts,
0: right? It's like the world of Fallout 4 yeah. where you're kind of in the 50s, right. but also everything's run by atomic oh, power right. and it, and like the cars float and right. whatever. And you everyone's got like little helper robots <laughs> and stuff. So it's like the 50s and everything like looks old except it's like all this stuff. It's exactly like Wall War. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> except that this show just takes place without the nuclear war and right. everything yeah. getting
1: destroyed. Right. Small, small change.
0: But, so you're like kind of in the fifties <laughs> and yet there's all this stuff. And Billy Crudup is this guy who sells like timeshares on the moon
1: yeah,
0: uh, or cries to or whatever. And then he wrangles this other guy in to like work with him and all this and you know, whatever. And, but it's, it's fun and That's cool and just weird yeah right? so anyway uh that's that one all right so uh that's probably enough babble but there is uh, a bunch of you stuff You are not well uh, that's worth seeing if you are not uh really just pulled toward the theaters right. in the near future you know you're set anyway there's, yeah there's a lot of stuff uh, to, lot to of watch really yeah. really good stuff to watch Uh, So check any of that out, and uh, I guess, without further ado, we will just kind of jump into the awards. Yeah. All right. And the one thing that, before we even start, the one thing that I do want to say about our awards is, uh, I struggled mightily with uh, not just giving Violent Night everything. (laughs) And I decided against
1: could have won a lot not, of things not
0: that it could have won anything right who knows right whatever uh but for a while there i was like man uh-huh. i don't know uh-huh. i mean apart from maybe direction because i don't know that i'm not saying it's poorly directed but i don't know that i would no, not say hey uh look that's awesome or anything like that <laughs> but in general just you know how easily it could have taken through a right screenplay right like uh
1: Overall film, like what a if surprise. I
0: haven't seen that yet. Seriously.
1: I, there are two films that could have easily dominated every single category or just split the categories. And like you said in the beginning, I do in a good faith effort try to sprinkle things around. Right. Doesn't always work. Uh, one of the years that we did this that I think I surprised you was when I had seen The Color of Night and I'm like, to hell with everything else. It's the best right, screenplay, right. best actress, best actor, best film, best director. Like that's just it. But I thought about Violent Night a lot when it came to these two. So yeah, yeah.
0: All right. It's well so, represented. Uh,
1: jumping into
0: our reward, our awards. Um, we're going to start with uh, screenplay. Yeah. Which is uh, going to be interesting for me to just kick off things, and I'll start. Okay. Uh, I gave screenplay to Catherine called Birdie, which is uh, it is for my money anyway, a really fantastic screenplay.
1: Yep.
0: If you don't know this movie, right, it is Bella Ramsey, uh, from the last of us. Yep. Right. And she plays, uh, she's supposed to be like 14 or 15 in the movie. Um, but she plays this young girl whose, uh, father is Andrew Scott, who is also, uh, really good in it and horribly underrated in general yeah uh he's really good um but she plays his daughter and uh we're back in like god only knows i I don't remember right but it's like you know 15th 16th 17th century where whenever the hell it is i don't know yeah um but he's like trying to marry her off And she is constantly uh, got these, you know, rich men coming suitors, whatever, right? And she is scaring them all off in in various ways. And it is like a weirdly uh, fun and, uh, you know, I don't even know how to explain it, right? It's almost like some weird fusion of like uh metropolitan and like a john hughes movie <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but also it's like right. this period thing you know, going the on. Of the day in there and yeah it's right it's it's wild and lots of it is really funny and um you know she is like fantastic in it um and she is like she is fantastic in it in a way that i think people are now that we're several episodes into the last of us yeah right starting to go hey I don't know like she couldn't actually act right yeah and, you know yeah um, but she is really good in it it's just it's it's crazy funny uh awesome screenplay and anyway that's it that's my screenplay is is that
1: my uh my screenplay I and again I contemplated violent night I wrote it down um i also wrote down strangely my old school which neither of these get it right and the funny thing about that is i remember william goldman who might be be overlooked i don't know if a lot of people know who he is anymore but he's like the screenplay god like he's just the man right and he i remember him one time saying in defense of something that won for screenplay that screenplays aren't just dialogue like it's not just snappy dialogue that he said that that writing a screenplay is carpentry. It's structure. And when I think about my old school, I have no idea how that film like was conceived. Cause I think, again, I suggest people go watch that if, if possible and just give it time. Cause it might not start as fast for you as it did for us, but it's totally worth it. It's a documentary. It's a real documentary, not a fake documentary. It's a real documentary and how you, how would you screenplay a documentary when you're basically just interviewing people right. and then you're splicing things. So kind of discounted it for me is an easy, easy victory here. And it's weird. The Al Yankovic story. I think, I think if you sit down and you read that you're basically reading one of the best short stories of the right. year, right? I think that it is so much fun and foible and just this weird fantasy of humor that when you realize and you must realize pretty early in the screenplay that the hilarity of them saying it's based on true events is right. absolute farcical. Like right. there's nothing really, there's a couple of things that happen. But just reading that screenplay and watching the pacing and and really not thinking that films get made much like airplane and naked gun anymore, man, weird. Right, just right. comes close to just saying, guess what? I'm gonna put a joke in every sentence and in every visual and everything that I've got. And I haven't actually read the screenplay to it yet, but man, it does it does all the hard work. And, and to the point, even Daniel Radcliffe said uh famously—I well, mean, I don't know how famously—but when he was doing press for the for the movie, he's like, "Guys, you don't—I I mean, Weird Al is like this tall guy. I'm barely five feet tall, and I don't look like him." Mm. And then he read the screenplay. and He goes, "Oh, well I get what you're doing. I'm in. Right. I, I now I know. I'm obviously not Weird Al. That's why I'm the perfect Weird Al." Right. That's all you need to know to just have a blast with the film.
0: And so, you know, uh, one of the, one of the coolest things about that movie uh, for me is, you know, like you said, you have to realize pretty quickly, except that you don't. Right, actually, it doesn't right? make it clear. It it doesn't exactly just jump right out and go full on nut parody, right? Yeah. It starts out with stuff like, you know, he's at a party and it's like a polka party and he, you know, he plays uh, and then everyone like loves him. And you're like, well, I mean, sure. That's not not right. 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 And then like he sends in a tape and like he comes (laughs) home from mailing the tape. And it's on the radio right. and you're like, well, right. I mean, that's not how that right. happened. They have to speed it up, but, but yeah, blah, 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 yeah. blah. And then you start <laughs> getting into like surreal stuff. A- you're like, oh, now I'm on it. Right. Is- and
1: you look back and you're like, Oh, I got it. right? Got it. Yeah. It's so much. And, and it's a weird film that on some level, and I, I don't know why that kicks in, but when Howard Stern's private parts came out, People expected that to just be like an incredible farce, like a parody of everything. Right. And it's actually sort of strangely like true. That's right, right. really true. And you're like, well, where the hell is this line? Right. Like, are you true? Are you not true? What's true? I don't know. I had a blast with it, and I and I felt like that's that's not going to get nominated.
0: Well, right, okay. Like, right. There, there's
1: there's how I come out of the gate strong. I'm like, there's no way this is right. getting nominated that's for best screenplay. Um, am I doing? I go next. What are we doing? Actress? Uh, yeah.
0: I don't, uh, yeah. What do you want to do it? I don't know if we have to go back. and. Forth I don't know if it's a snake or uh, no, I'll just, I'll just go. Okay. Um, especially because this can be pretty quick. Right. So yeah. actress will be next. Yeah. And my pick for actress is Bella Ramsey from Catherine called birdie because okay. uh, yeah. again, that show's not getting nominated. Right. So- <laughs> <laughs> that that movie's not getting nominated and she is so good. And it is almost to the point where, yeah. uh, like, she is so good in this that I started watching the movie. When I first watched this movie, it's been out for like a while. This is long, yeah, is a while ago. When I first started watching this movie, I watched like half the movie, yep, and then I stopped and like started it over and started watching. Oh, it. okay. So we got you get to a certain point in this movie where she finally has a moment where she gets kind of serious, yeah, and I was like, okay, just hold on i have to start this all over again and and really it came down to for me this year right there was bill Nye in living there was uh yeah gotta space her name and we should actually have notes and prepare for our show uh, but do. uh there is the movie corsage where the uh, mm. actress in it is insanely good yeah uh, you know, really on par even with Bill Nye. Yeah. And then there was Bella Ramsey and like those three together. Right. I was like, yeah, uh, right. Here we go. Pick, right. right. He is so good. And uh-huh. she is so good at stuff that is not going to get the same mm-hmm. kind of attention because she is funny. And a lot of her being funny in this, you know, unfortunately for her getting yeah. attention is kind of like straight man, deadpan yeah. type stuff. Right. And it's the kind of stuff where you're like, uh, you know, nominating Bob Newhart. Right. And you for- look at it, you're like,
1: that's not that hard. Right. But it's actually right. layered. Yeah, no, I know what you mean, man.
0: Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so that was my pick uh, for Actress.
1: Uh, actress, again, I, I had a couple that sort of just missed, but they were great in awful movies. I considered Regina Hall for Honk If You Love Jesus. Because even though that film is bad, I actually think she's doing really, really good work. I just think it's, an, I, it, unfortunately, in a bad film. I, I do, too. The movie. You know? The movie and there's is, no way. The
0: movie has a few moments, but it, overall, yeah. it's pretty It's just bad. pretty stinky, but, she but she's actually
1: gay. really good in that. And I felt, strangely, and I don't know if you'll even begin to see this, but we talked about it briefly. I felt the same about Blonde with Anna Diarmas. Like, I, I kind of thought acting her ass off and yeah. she's doing great but this film sucks she's just having to it's do it's just so horrible all things. so i gave it to neither of them instead my reward for actress went to Camilla mendez for do revenge and oh, i nice thought movie. i thought watching that film watching and though i didn't like oh i didn't wind up loving the film at the end of the film the way i loved it the first hour of the film because it has to do certain choices and then respectfully and i do respect it it followed those choices through i just didn't think they were the choices that were going to happen but she's having such a great time living in this character and and to be quite fair i could have also brought up my talk in the same film yeah but i just kind of i just kind of gravitated a little bit towards uh camilla moore because i thought there's a little bit more heavy lifting she has to do because of the subterfuge of the film that I'm not gonna ruin if no one's seen it. So it's just worth seeing. It's a very fun, easy sort of crane oh, it's, plane it's film. But it's it's really pleasing. It's a really fun watch, it's yeah. a really fun film. So that was it, my it, that was my actress. It
0: did actually manage uh a pretty decent amount of popularity right when it came out. And it came out. But I feel like that fell off a lot faster it than should it should have. Yeah. Because it's on Netflix uh, because it's a Netflix movie. Yeah. And you know, Netflix movies. To a certain extent, especially what people watch on Netflix, yeah. you know, is is almost, you know, kind of like back when there were like rental charts, right? Yeah. And, you know, yeah. I mean, no, Casablanca is never on the top of the rental charts. It's whatever the hell comes out this week. And mm-hmm. Netflix is like, you know, you, you fire up Netflix the next week. Yeah and it's like you can hardly find do revenge right. already because you have to go to new releases and then scroll through, scroll like through 50 a bunch of things yeah. right
1: it's not quite as easy as suggesting that it's a contemporary cynical mean girls um but but it's but, but it,
0: it's kind of like uh you know it's not comparable enough except that it is kind of like a now what you would
1: make if you were right. making, yeah, right. no, I know. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think so much about really that film clever. and h- especially the first hour about how clever it, it is. Clever is the best word for right. it. So that's my actress.
0: All right, cool. Uh All right. So uh actor, I had some real difficulties Uh-oh. with actor. Yeah. And then finally had to uh, fall on kind of a tie although not Uh exactly maybe but you know for a while i wanted really bad to have christian bale in amsterdam yeah. and i was like but could he not have been nominated i'm not even absolutely sure that he hasn't been nominated for some place somewhere right and uh and there is you know some kind of limit like you know, you said before you're like the Oscar. I try to just stay. And, state and, and I'm kind of like, eh, I mean, yeah, you weren't nominated for the Oscars, but you were nominated for screen know, actors, whatever, 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 you know? Anything. And then it's yeah. like, eh, I mean, so clearly you could win yeah. something or right. whatever. Um, but I, I kind of felt like it, that movie counted enough to me. Like, yeah, to just not be fair. Yeah. Especially because I feel like, uh, you know, whatever the backlash craziness of that movie you know it's like if that especially if that movie had come out in a different year oh yeah and for sure and for whatever reason people weren't pissed at you know david russell yeah right right yeah um so as much as uh, you know i kind of wanted to that's interesting highlight him i thought that doesn't really count as can't win yeah so in a sense i kind of have a tie uh in in this really weird way okay um because uh the one half of my tie is alan Cumming in my old school and that one i feel like also kind of doesn't really count because it's a documentary yeah and it's not not like actually up for being yeah anything that could win an award right right he can't get nominated because he's in a documentary it just doesn't count right like you can't right he's so good at it Yeah. even though he has such a small thing to do right. and he just sits there right the whole time right. he just sits in this chair right. and talks but he's so good at it yeah and there is so much of that movie especially if you watch that movie like again yeah
1: yeah because now you, you know what's happening you
0: will just see him in some of the parts of that movie where you're like no one else could do that. I right. call bullshit. Right. Right. Find me someone Show else me. who could have done, Show me. done yeah. this like that. He is so good at yeah, it. Anyway, I agree. That's interesting. Uh, but anyway, so that is like my not really uh, award winner because it, right. just, it just can't count. I'm like, I don't know how to. Anyway. Uh, and then my other problem is that I feel like I should exclude the thing that I picked to win. Right. Um, because what I picked is Mark Rylance in the outfit. And I'm like, oh, yeah, eh, he, well, he got nominated, but
1: he just I wasn't really going gonna, gonna, to defend. I'm going to defend your choice in this avenue by saying I think Mark Rylance is a good pick because I don't think he would get nominated. I think he flies right in that awesome tier of when you find it on the straight to video rack, you're like, why didn't this get released? Right, right and i think that he's so good in that film but that film is so overlooked because there's so many other it's films so that went overlooked in. and i think so he's actually in that small he's in that yeah. sweet spot of yeah that's what i'm talking about that's right. a film that maybe should get a little bit more recognition but he's right. just not going to get nominated for that there's, but, there's five other people that'll beat him easily even if you not, beat him even be if you
0: end up not yeah. loving that movie yeah uh, which i could kind of see it's a little bit Niche, in oh, yeah. in it's who it's a, for, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah. it's great. Yeah. It, it's a really great movie.
1: That's funny. That's an interesting. Uh, movie.
0: But even if you end up not liking the movie or whatever, oh. uh, I would still I would recommend watching that movie to people I know aren't going to like it because, because yeah. they should watch him. He's really good. Be in, in it. He's, He's really right. good in that. So all right, that's my uh, that's your actor insane spiel of actor.
1: Yeah. Um, I thought about thought about. Adam Sandler and Hustle. Um, I really, really liked him in that film. and I think I liked him in the film more than I liked the film, but I thought he was really great in Hustle. I, I thought about Harry Melling in The Pale Blue Eye. Um, it's easy to go with Christian Bale there, but I actually think Harry Melling, Melling playing Poe is sort of strangely harder, and I really loved him. And he's got to do it up against and he, Christian Bale. And he's got to hold his own against everybody in that film. And, it's easy, this is the guy that used to play Dudley in the Harry Potter films, and it's easy to just be like, man, you're a hot match. Right. He's, he's up against some heavy hitters in the whole film, not just Christian Bale. Right, right. And he's, he's not only stealing a couple scenes, he's actually holding his own in the scenes that aren't for him anyway. Briefly flirted with Nick Cage and the unbearable likeness of being, but I, I didn't. I settled on something that I'm going to argue against you because you already said it. I actually think it goes to Alan Cumming for the simple reason that he couldn't get nominated. The very fact here is he can't win. And that's why I picked him because everything you just said just sent like a goosebump shiver down my spine because I'm like, what he does is so layered and so amazingly skillful when all he's doing is lip syncing somebody else's testimony with the inflections that he's personifying without ever having seen that person right he is acting as an avatar to a real person giving real dialogue but he's putting his spin on it and he's just doing it in a chair with one light on him and it's captivating when you realize just how fucked this whole thing is right. that movie is so bizarrely wonderful in all of the weird things that it does people are talking about you know the unbearable likeness of being where it's, you know, a meta film about, you know, I know I keep saying that, but thank you. Uh, it's always just like whatever Charlie Kaufman film you're inside. John Malkovich, all these things. No, this is the film should be the new standard. Because my old school is a documentary. And because of that, he can't get nominated. He was the best actor in a field of people that can't be nominated. And everything you said about him to disqualify him. I agree. That's why I'm qualifying him. I absolutely think you made the perfect argument for him, but I understand why you stepped away from it. I'm, I'm embracing it. My, my vote was Alan coming.
0: All right. Yeah. And he, he is, uh, it's so wild he, what he does. Not only is he awesome in it. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, if for people who actually are interested in actors and acting and, and really difficult things, not only is he awesome in it. Right. Yeah. Um, not only does he do like, you know, he does such a good job at this that if you'd have had the real guy, I might not have liked it that much.
1: Right. right. You know what I mean? That's this. No, dude, you are totally right. Mark, that's the selling point where it is so strangely hinged on Alan's he's, importance. He's better at delivering that. He's guy. better at being Brandon than Brandon Lee could ever be. But also add into
0: that the fact that, you know, this is like a micro budget thing. Oh, I know. They are not sitting there with him doing it like 18 times. No.
1: And yeah, going, right. ah,
0: let's do another one. Let's, right. you know, hit that yeah. better or right. whatever. It's like, you know, you might get like a second shot at something. If you, sometimes, yeah. Right. But, you know, you've only got, you can only do like five, 10 takes anyway, of uh, extra takes. Anything. you yeah, know right? yeah, right. In a <laughs> whole movie. And then uh, all of a sudden we have no budget. Right. right. You have to. The one
1: coming would have to invest more. I want to know more. I want to know more about how. McLeod got Alan to, I don't know if they're friends, if they know somebody, or he just said, this is where I'm at. This is a weird thing. I don't know if anyone asks you and he goes, yeah, I'll do that. Right. And then you're just like, we'll take whatever Alan gives us for one take. And if he wants a second take, we'll give it. Well, let's just keep moving. Right. No, I, I, there's a weird, I've been making too many jokes about the Nick Cage film. It's the unbearable weight of massive talent instead of me saying automatically the unbearable lightness of being. Thank you for catching all unbearable. Um, So anyway, they're all unbearable. So anyway, that was my actor. This is a good list so far. Our our list is pretty good good here. Yeah
0: so actor so all right now uh director is where i have like my huge interesting uh, problem okay Okay. uh director is where i kind of said look uh i'm just going to say this movie in this year it just obviously couldn't okay where in a lot of other years i would not count this This director, this movie, this whole situation, right? Yep. My pick for director is John Madden directing Operation Mincemeat. Uh, and so on several levels that shouldn't count, it's John Madden. For one thing, he's, he's one,
1: right?
0: I mean, he's one best director, right? Uh, I mean, he did. Uh, you You'd know, like recently, in. he did Miss Sloan, But I mean, he did Shakespeare in Love and uh, all kinds of other things. Right. Uh, he's exotic, marigold he's hotel, known, yeah. the whole right. thing. He's a capable he, director. He's a, he's a big guy, right? right. And uh, and Operation <laughs> Mincemeat is like a war movie with Colin Firth. Right. Like this should you be can't a contender win or get nominated. Come on, <laughs> like it's crazy. Right. But. You know, it's almost like this movie didn't get released. Like yeah, nobody nobody saw it. Nobody paid any attention to it. Yeah. Nobody knows it's out there. It was, I wanna say, uh like a direct to like Netflix or something movie. So I'm I right. I don't even remember Oh, um, it did get. Because it came out a long time ago. It yeah. came out in like the early summer, I think.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but it is a really great movie. Yep. Uh, it's a really cool story, and it's based on true events to some extent right and I have no idea where that line is drawn, right but basically it's um it's the story of the British trying to get fake plans into the hands of the Nazis right. so that they won't know when d-day is coming and they're going to try and convince them that the big allied push is going to be into italy and then like up from italy right right so uh the whole the whole encounter right is they make up a fake person they get (laughs) like a body right they throw the body in the ocean and let it wash up on the shore. Right. And then the body has like some papers right. and they have to do this whole thing and convincing people yeah. and, you know, try and make it look real enough. Right. Whatever. Who right?
1: fake it tips it off. Not yeah, real right. enough. Yeah. You got to hit it.
0: Uh, so anyway, and, and somewhere in there is a true thing that happened. Yeah. Right. Like that, that thing Something. that thing in the broadest sense actually happened. Now, what happens in the movie to bring it all together and who talked to who and who's right. actually a person? I mean, who knows? I right. don't know. Yeah. Uh, but the movie is great, but the movie is awesomely directed. Yeah. Um, and in a variety of ways, because uh the scenes are great, the conversations are put on film. Yeah really well um and like i said it's all it's practically cheating because i mean he's a director he's right. a big director i'm not he, highlighting yeah. some no, new young director or whatever yeah um but it's just so good yeah. that it, That's cool. it really kind of blew me away um purely on the directing side of things and uh the movie is uh the theory of the movie from like a director's perspective of I've got this script. Now I'm you know right. bringing it to film or whatever. This is the dumbest, boring story in the universe. Right. Right. Yeah. And yeah, like <laughs> on my, on the edge of my seat, the right. whole time watching yeah. this movie going, what the hell is going to happen next? I, and that can't work. And yeah. then, you know, I'm like invested in the story. So anyway, that's, that's my, cool. that's my director.
1: That's your director. Um, director for me i i thought very strongly immediately that it was going to be john mccloud for my old school for a bunch of different reasons and then i changed my mind and um because honestly i thought okay you won there's nothing that's going to stop you from saying alan coming for actor right you know and i'm like so what are you just going to do you're going to give two or three more things to this right. thing no i i had had a soft spot for the outfit, for a long time. And I actually think that, especially when I found out that the director, Graham Moore, it's his first film. And I thought, Jesus, wow. I mean, maybe, maybe he's only going to be good in niche things like passive gangster stories, but I'll watch his next film, no matter what it is because of how good this is. So I gave it to Graham Moore for the outfit. Oh, cool and i and i still think you know in some ways i think you said it right like i don't know that this is everybody's cup of tea it's sort of like slow i mean at best maybe it's an eight movie right but the, the stuff that's happening and at the pacing the the angles just the way that mark rylance is engaged you're and you're doing things doing, yeah. and you're always wanting to see his very character face but his hands are in motion and you're watching what is he doing with fabric and scissors and thing and just his demeanor and i'm like i just this film's a winner all the way around like it's an eight but it feels like a 10 right so Graham moore uh was my director
0: okay uh and now uh we move on to the final really boring part of the show (laughs) where it's best picture and uh I don't know. People might even know from just listening to the earlier part of the show, but I'm giving it to Catherine called birdie. Yeah. It's it. it, It's actually the thing that I was most going to give it to, you know, like if I, if I did decide at some point, like, look, no, it has to be five different movies. Then I would have given the other things to someone else, you know, because it would have still been best picture because it's uh it's just insanely overlooked yeah and it came out and this is also like netflix or some streaming whatever i feel like it's netflix but i'm not sure um but it you know it came out and it just was like I don't know, young person, blah, blah, blah. Like, nobody paid any attention to it at yeah. all. Right. Yeah. Like, nobody even, it, it it almost even felt like Netflix didn't care if you watched it, right? Right. It was like, no one was giving this a lot of hype. Yeah. Despite the fact that you had Bella Ramsey in it, who, you know, not that many months ago, People didn't know so much who she was, except that she's in Game of Thrones, but she's only in like a few episodes of like the whole series, right? I mean, and she was very young. She was awesome in it though.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, And I think I said long ago when I was talking about this show, uh, this movie on the show, the first time I saw her in Game of Thrones, I was like, okay, what's up? right like because she was so cool <laughs> stands it, out yeah right uh that she did, she stood out like um you know for people who may not know anything about game of thrones uh she takes over as ruler of like her land whatever You've done, you know, or whatever, whatever the, the hell it is. yeah so right. I'm not gonna go into like a lot of detail right. about game of thrones <laughs> either but yeah you know like her dad dies and she's yeah. really young yeah i mean she's like really young yeah. right and and so hey boom you're in charge And she, they're at like some gathering of the heads of blah, 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 whatever. Right. And she is so like cool in it. It's crazy. And she's like this really, really young person. Yeah. In the midst of like all the game of Thrones, you know, characters and everything. And she was really cool. That's, uh, but this movie, especially it was just so overlooked and so horribly overlooked. It is like a crazy fun, uh, it, you know it's almost like i said it's this weird mix of things going on right yeah now. but it's like uh you know a new Witt stillman movie comes out right you know like 10 years ago and you know no one cares and then yeah. you know the next thing you know it's like the biggest cult of time ever. yeah right but it's it's so fun and screwy mm-hmm. and everyone in it is really really good yeah and also mm-hmm. it's you know it's about what it's about uh but also it's not really about anything in a way too
1: it's just uh it's just that this is right you know it's funny when films like that you know i and we've both seen some films some years pop up and we're like why the hell is no one noticing this and it's not just because it's you know a favorite of ours it's just like well to hell with you like this is dominating all kinds of stuff i feel like You know, Catherine Birdie pops up and you're like, well, it's going to get a nomination for best hair and makeup, best costume design. And you're like, no, no, that's insulting. You guys got to watch more of this to see what are you missing? You know, Maverick, really? You know, not, not, it's such an easy pinata to swing at, but, um, all right. So, so my best picture, again, it have been Violent Night and and again there's some part of me there's some you know everything right. everywhere all at once part of me where you and I were in total agreement for the only time in our lives on all the can't li- can't win awards and it was just violent night up and down so yeah, outside of that i thought about hustle so i liked the film like i said i actually genuinely thought about 3000 years of longing cuz i liked that so much but i genuinely think that had a chance to win. Yeah. I think that's that would have been an unfair pick. And I think you would have easily made not our argument that I would have agreed. I'm like all right. It's not just the Mad Max George Miller thing. It's just that could have snuck in. I picked the film that can't win and that's my old school. As, as a documentary, yeah. it just isn't going to win, but it should have been. Should have been the first documentary nominated for best picture it it should have been just based on the degree of difficulty and again all the all the minuscule stuff like i'm in love with a film that's a documentary that's got problems so it bridges footage that it can't have with animated bits right with real sit-down interviews coming in it then brings it brings somebody else in who does a reenactment of a portrayal of someone he's never met he's just like yeah i think this is what it would be it is a mishmash of everything that seems after the fact so eclectically purposeful. And I feel like it came together on a shoestring sometimes like, just like, wow, I can't believe my luck. And yet watching the film and how it builds up this, this situation and then this reveal and then this resolution and endowment. And I'm like, I can't wait, to watch it again. Right. Especially now that I know what I'm watching. But I also want to tell everybody that this is the film you should watch, but I know that the people that would watch a documentary aren't interested in cartoons. Well, when they're not but, interested but, in like the silliness of it. And, and unfortunately, because it's heavily Scottish, they might need the captions on. And I'm like, the hell with all of your reasoning. This is, this is worth seeing. It's, it's so also, my uh, it's not only just the weird
0: max. It's not only, you know, all these things, but if, Functions so perfectly yeah. as a document. documentary, yeah, it works. right? Yeah. It's got like archival footage. Oh man. It's got all the, it, it's got the real people that all this stuff happened to, yeah. uh, that are now doing other interviews. It's got the insane reveal yeah. of like mm-hmm. this whole
1: kiss. Thing. Oh my God. That, that was, was a, so, it's so cool. cringing and awesome. And that you
0: know, was not part of the original thing they were doing it's just it, that's it it, it right. happened it, it, yep. generic you know yep. uh it, it happened on its
1: own it manufactured right? itself through an interview and then it became a thing that was just sort of like so do you remember this happening yep. and a lot of people did and then it was like well i guess i'm not going anywhere that it. it's just a fun in joke and then suddenly that's the thing and then that suddenly lists that and everything. was a whole other thing, and it's just right. like when you're when you're that filmmaker when you're john o MacLeod, and you're looking at this and you're like oh my God, I think we've got like the thing. I don't even know what direction he was going in before that. And I want to know, I want to know more about the making of this film as much as I do just the film. Right. Like there's so many fun things here and I should, I should see if he ever did any press for it and just talked about it himself. And if not, I
0: don't know. It reminds me too of, you know, it's, like you were talking about recommending it to people because you know not that many people are that into a lot of documentaries especially if they're not you know true crime
1: something they're really interested in already yep
0: Yep. um but this is all it's a documentary that really just gets out of that box yeah reminds me of uh this other documentary from several years ago that i can't remember (laughs) oh (laughs) god i can't remember the name of it but the original documentary was just about uh, New York city clowns, like people who were clowns at kids' birthdays. I I, uh, know this. And then, and then they stumbled onto the one guy. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it just became a documentary of his family. Right. (laughs) And like, we changed midstream and went, Hold on. Guess what? This is the thing we're, and so it just, you know, created itself. Uh, spontaneously yeah. and became this other documentary. And that was similarly yeah. just a crazy, awesome documentary that you watched and were like, what the hell is right. going on here? You know, just basically like this one, right? Yeah, it right. Just a crazy story where you watch <laughs>
1: uh, my old school
0: and you're like, Oh, come on. That right. never really happened.
1: <laughs> I just typed uh, to, to a search engine looking for a film documentary, clowns new york city and the top hit was the real housewives of new york city and i'm like well that's not wrong so anyway wait. anyway <laughs> uh, so we're pretty much out
0: of time uh and that's our awards lists uh, and i don't know yeah. maybe we'll uh i'll have to email some uh agents or something and uh let people know that right they but they, the made our, that they, they made
1: our that they made our list they
0: can uh you
1: can brag about it. That's right. Uh, that's right. Especially that in school, which
0: can just add did, that. To did their, pretty strong. Yeah, yeah. Right. To their accolades. Raises, yeah. I
1: want to see, I want to see when these things come out on a new criterion, you know, and they have the con leafy, like beautiful yeah. award that it wants. Yeah. And I want it to say can't win awards. Yeah. You know, that's what I want.
0: All right. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, next week, we will uh, be able to jump back into. Regular mode, maybe we'll and, eventually uh, cover
1: Quantum Mania. Just uh, maybe we won't do some
0: movies, yeah. Uh, we might throw in some additional, we shouldn't, we should yeah. review it in two minute
1: chunks at the end of every for, show like, for the year. next year, yeah. God,
0: yeah. yeah. At, at the way. end of every show,
1: we'll just go, Here's the thing I also thing.
0: did like about that movie. All right, thank you very much. Thanks for tuning in, uh, and uh, we'll see you next week. All right, Bye. bye. Hey listeners, on behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by are you screening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to are you screening.podbean.com or are you screening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord.